This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac, and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. See Fasciola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome in Magic Drive Time, Friday, March 6th. I'm your host, Jake Chapman, here in our Magic Studios. We're presented by the International Diamond Center, getting set for the Magic and the T-Wolves in Minnesota tonight. That's going to be an 8 o'clock tip pregame at 7.30 with yours truly right here on the Magic Radio Network, 96.9 The Game. Uh, some more rough news for the Magic on the injury front, and let's be honest, the entire season has been filled with rough news on the injury front. Evan Fournier not going to play tonight and may be out for an extended period of time, according to Coach Clifford. We're going to hear his pregame media address uh, from this morning at Shootaround coming up here in just a minute. But if you watch that game on Wednesday night, Evan goes down in the first quarter, uh, kind of braces himself as he's falling and twists his elbow a little bit, his right elbow. It's a sprained UCL in that right elbow. Now, the good news is Evan was able to come back, uh, guttered out, and play the rest of that game on Wednesday night. So you would hope it's not going to be a long-term injury. But Cliff allowed this morning, he said, look, he's definitely out tonight. It's really swollen. And he said it might be uh, an extended period of time. So Wessa Wundu gets to start tonight. And, I mean, it's just another blow for this Magic team that's basically been without a power forward all year, um, you know, all things considered. El Farouk Aminu goes down early in the season, and then J.I. goes down on New Year's Day. Um, let's, let's say they've been without their full complement of power forwards all year long. Aaron Gordon's been dealing with some discomfort in his knee. He sat out on Monday night, came back. Hopefully he's feeling a little bit better. But, I mean, Evan Fournier is your second-leading scorer, and if he's out for an extended period of time, it's going to be a brutal blow to the Magic's playoff chances and, and really to their hopes of grabbing the seventh seed. I mean, you feel pretty comfortable, all things considered, with where they are right now in terms of the standings as far as grabbing a playoff spot um, because look, the Washington Wizards are four and a half games behind you and they're not playing particularly great basketball right now. They've lost two in a row uh, and six of ten. So, you know, the Magic should feel confident that they're going to be able to squeeze out that final playoff spot, but they're guarding for the seventh seed, and you're a half game behind the Brooklyn Nets right now, uh, and you've they've had to deal with so many injuries all season long. DJ Augustine, Jonathan Isaac, Nick Vucevic earlier in the year uh, with a really bad ankle sprain, and it's just it's kind of par for the course right now, and it's a next man up mentality. Certainly the Timberwolves and the Brooklyn Nets and the rest of the Eastern Conference are not going to shed any tears for the Magic, but um, at the very least, you know, you're confident in your bench and in your um, as you as you go down the roster, that Wesley Wundu is going to be able to step up. You have some other guys in place, um, the Gary Clark's of the world, that you feel like you know in a pinch you can slide in there. But now all of a sudden, you know, again, your second leading scorer, Terrence Ross, has been absolutely lights out over the last week or so. I'm not sure you can ask for much more from T. Ross. So it's going to fall on guys like Markel Fultz um, and then coming off the bench, D.J. Augustine and, uh, you know, maybe Mo Bamba. You're going to need to get some offensive punch from somewhere. And the thing is with Evan is that the one thing that he does that really nobody except for T. Ross uh, and maybe Vooch and, and, you know, on a night-to-night basis, sometimes Aaron, you know, Evan is one of your best perimeter shooters. And perimeter shooting has been a big issue for this team all season long. So 
they got to figure out a way uh, to supplement that a little bit. And I do think Markell needs to step into a more aggressive, almost selfish role offensively. Get to the hoop. Get some buckets for yourself. Um, he's done a great job. His assist numbers are up. Uh, seven assists for the month of February. That's up from 5.3 in the month of January. But he's going to have to turn into more of a scorer, I think. And then you're going to need uh, you know, T. Ross to keep it going the way he's been going and maybe A.G. to step it up a little bit offensively as well. Steve Clifford this morning in Minneapolis addressed Evan. He addressed D'Angelo Russell uh, and these Minnesota Timberwolves. Take a listen. No, I mean, you know, I mean, it's really it starts in transition, you know, like if you if you don't get a high pickup, he's going to shoot the ball quickly. Um, and then in the half court, you know, I mean, they do a they do a lot of good things for him, the pick and rolls, the dribble handoffs. They actually put him off the ball some and he's good. You know, he can sprint up off uh staggers and stuff and shoot three so i mean he's you know obviously he's a tough tough cover Evan able to do anything today no no he's gonna i mean i don't know i you know it's really swollen and uh i think what we're saying is day to day it'll depend on how it responds to treatment but um yeah i would i mean as a layman i would say it could be a little bit i mean it's really swollen so does that mean he's out tonight? Or he's definitely out at least tonight, yeah. And would Wes start? Wes is going to start. Yep. Last time he started, you, you played really well against that Lakers game. Wes played well. What, what are you looking for from Wes? To play to his strengths, you know. Um, actually, Wes played a lot after that, and uh, he's played a lot of minutes. I mean, the, the, the reason that Wes isn't playing right now is not as much a reflection of confidence in Wes as it is we – picked up James Ennis mm-hmm. so you know you bring a veteran player in who's a good player then obviously he was brought it we brought him in here to play and you can't play everybody so it's not that uh, I think I've said a lot of times not that I don't have confidence in West but we brought James in here to help us with a playoff run so there just aren't minutes for anybody else but West is we've played well with West we did it last year um, and I think he'll play well in this stretch too Steve, I apologize. I wasn't here. I wasn't with you guys. You guys in the Miami game. I would ask you, what was your thought process on on Mo's minutes against the Heat? In I, terms of. In terms of, usually he's about 13 minutes. I think in that game he had about a total. Of yeah, seven. that was an intense game, and uh, the speed of the game was more, to be honest, more more like a, you know, you play those elite teams and. Uh, you know, we needed Vooch on the floor. If uh, Minnesota could put a lot of shooting on the floor, what do you have to do better to get to the three-point? Yeah, no, it's hard. I mean, like, you know, we're, we're playing here in this stretch. I mean, we're since the trade deadline, with all the trades people have made, for instance, I saw a clip where I think Houston shoots the most threes attempted. Um, these guys are second and Miami's fourth, mm-hmm. you know, so we're playing them in. Bang, bang, bang. And if you look at our defense, you know, it's we're really, you know, for the most part, we're exceptional in everything except three-point percentage. We don't even give up that many three. I mean, we're like 12th for the year, I believe, maybe 14th in how many threes people attempt against us. But they're making a high percentage. So uh, we've got to find a way to, you know, you don't have, you're not going to take them all away and still be able to be, you know, like we're top five in fast break, top five in now foul, top five in points at the rim, all the things that help you win. Um, 
it's just, you know, that three-point defense is hurting us. And again, you, you don't want to change your defense, but we have to find a way to take away, you know, you take away two a game, that's six points, you know, and it makes a big difference. So, um, you know, that's, that's really kind of where we're at. Steve Clifford had shoot around this morning. When we come back, we're going to hear from Michael Pietras. Yes, Michael Pietras. He sat down with uh, with Dennis Newman for our Magic Memories podcast. I'm going to play just a snippet of it for you guys. It was great to hear from MP, a fan favorite, was so important to that 2009 finals run. Uh, it was good to hear from MP. That's coming up next. Magic fans, see it live above all. Nothing beats being there. Get your 2020-21 Orlando Magic season planned today and witness all Magic moments live and in person at Amway Center. Plus, guarantee your access to playoff tickets. Buy now at orlandomagic.com slash plans. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. To Gordon, he'll line up a three, lets it go. 280, right down the middle of the fairway. Magic fans, see it live above all. 2020-21 Orlando Magic season tickets are on sale now. Be there for the heart-stopping buzzer beaters, non-stop entertainment, and the biggest matchups of the season. Plus, guarantee your access to playoffs. Purchase your season tickets today and witness all the Magic moments, live and in person, at Amway Center. Buy now at orlandomagic.com slash plans. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit orlandomagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168. Equal housing. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down to baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. 
At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. Simply IOA is home and auto insurance you buy online in three minutes or less. And we're proud to be the official insurance broker of the Orlando Magic. Simply IOA lets you compare policies from the nation's most trusted insurance companies, receive quotes, and buy coverage all in less than three minutes. So you'll have more time to cheer on the Orlando Magic. Visit simplyioa.com magic. Simply IOA is powered by Insurance Office of America. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Uh, thank you very much, AG Magic in Minnesota, getting set for the Timberwolves tonight. That's going to be an 8 o'clock tip pregame at 7.30 with yours truly right here on the Magic Radio Network, 96.9 The Game. Welcome back in. It's Magic Drive Time. My name is Jake Chapman here in our Magic Studios. We're presented by the International Diamond Center as always. And... Mikel Pietras, MP, certainly a fan favorite. He was so important to that finals run in 2009. The way he played in that Cavalier series in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, I mean, he was a big key to that. He shot 47% from three uh, in that series. And look, he was a fan favorite. The guy played the game. I loved covering him. He played the game with like an infectious joy. And it was great to watch him. He was only here for a short period of time, of course, um, but made a big impact. And with our daily podcast content, I mean, just in the last week now, we've heard from Aaron Gordon. We've heard from Jeff Weltman. Uh, we've heard from Mikel Pietrist. Uh, our daily podcast content is everywhere, and you got to make sure you check it out. The Magic Memories podcast comes out every Thursday. It's uh, hosted alternating by Dennis Scott and our Dennis Newman. And last week, Dennis caught up with MP. It was a very enjoyable listen. I strongly encourage you to track down the entire Magic Memories podcast uh, and make sure you check out all of our daily podcast content. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Michael Pietras, this is just an excerpt uh, sitting down with Dennis Newman. It was great to hear from MP, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it as well. Michael Pietras, time in Orlando. It, it was short. I think, granted, it was short three years, but he made a lasting impression on Magic fans, a lot of friends over the years here in Orlando and Central Florida. MP, thanks for taking the time today. How are you, my man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Denise? Very good. It's good to hear your voice. I haven't had a chance to see you in a long time, and I suppose that's probably true of a lot of fans here in Central Florida. Do you get back often? I get back in, in July, August with my kids and my family, so we go on vacation. So uh, as they grow, I'm taking them to Disney, and then <laughs> I haven't shown them. I haven't get a chance to show them the, uh, the arena yet and where I used to play, where I used to enjoy my friends, uh, the the, uh, the Orlando Magic, the owners, everybody. So I miss everybody. Well, you left here, Mike, what was it, 2010? You left the NBA in 2013. Just catch us up yes. to date a little bit on, on what you've been doing. What's going on in your life the last few years? Well, I didn't leave the Magic. They trade me. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we've got that settled. They trade me. But, you know, my heart, my heart still goes, uh, you know, my heart still with the Magic, you know. Right now I live in France, 
But every time I come in July, it's, it's a pleasure for me to be in Orlando to see the community and to see the uh, the team that I used to play for. You know, I, I enjoy the magic so much that you know uh, I spent I spent three years and then I enjoyed. We went to the final. We had a great time, and then uh, I got traded back to uh, to uh, Phoenix. And then after that, I played a year in Boston, and then my last year was with Toronto. And then I kind of retired after that. So I'm taking care of my kids now and, you know, doing the daddy stuff. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And, and I'm told you live, Mike, in Bordeaux, pretty nice region in France, beautiful country. Why Bordeaux? Because we make the best French wine. We make it the <laughs> best wine. So if you guys want a couple of bottles, just let me know. I send an airplane, and then you guys are good to go. Well, I appreciate I that, and, and our producer Jake Chapman, he'll he'll take you up on that. We'll have we'll have uh, a couple of bottles sent to him here right away. <laughs> well, it sounds like things are going pretty well for you. You've got you're kind of in a lot of different things right now, aren't you? Doing a lot of different things with basketball off the court and some on. Or tell us a little bit about how close to the game you are now. Yes, I'm I'm staying close to the game. Um, right, now I'm trying to bring my experience, my NBA experience, to France. So. To a city called Marseille, when me and my manager Raoul Amdin we uh, took over our team and we tried to develop the uh, a new way of basketball uh, in France. But after that, I'm, you know, I have a couple of businesses that I'm taking care of. Um, we're going into production uh, next month, so I will be able to tell you guys more about it in the next round. So I'm excited. Now, you have me intrigued. A new way of basketball in France. What exactly is that? You know, I'm just trying to bring the, uh, the, new, the, new, the new way of playing basketball, the NBA, NBA style. You know, uh, basketball in France is kind of slow. So we need, we need, like, uh, we need some movement. We need the, the way basketball should be played is the way the NBA plays. And I think right now everybody is watching the NBA. And the NBA was in Paris about a month ago. And people enjoyed it. So I try to bring that kind of game back here. You know, it's interesting to me, Mike. I mean, you played a lot of international basketball. And it seems to me like Europe, the rest of the world, has started to catch up and in some ways has caught up with the U.S. and the competitive nature of basketball. I think we saw that, as you know, in the World Cup last summer. Do you feel like it's more of an even ground now between the U.S., Europe, and, and really the rest of the world? I mean, you know, the NBA did a, a, a tremendous job bringing the uh, the NBA game to Paris, and right now everybody's trying to be uh, an NBA player. Everybody kind of like give it, give them a chance to see their favorite player. I think the NBA in Europe right now, it's it's a great idea to merge those two countries together and and, and speak basketball. Yeah, that game played in Paris was, what, a month, month and a half ago. First regular season game ever played there in Paris, France. I think it what was it, Charlotte and Milwaukee. Did you get a chance to attend that, or did you get a chance to watch it on TV? Well, I watched it on TV because I could not be at the game, but I was, I was at the uh, NBA event. You know, they had uh, uh, the, um, the collaboration they did with Louis Vuitton, which is, which is a French brand. So it was kind of like my dream to see the NBA and we return merged together for uh, to develop the basketball and the bread as well. So uh, I went to see those guys, also Tony Parker and the other NBA players. So it was, it was kind of like good to catch up and, and see them. 
you know, you opened, along with a lot of other European players, but you really opened the gate to what we're seeing, I think, today with so many European players and players from around the country playing in the NBA. Uh, as you look at it, who are some of the guys you enjoy watching right now in this league that are European players? You know, I, I have to give credit to my fellow Frenchman, uh, Evan Fournier. I think he's, he's playing extremely well for the Magic. And hopefully he can take the magic to the playoff, and why not uh, take them to the championship? But I think uh, you know the uh, the guy from Denver, uh, I forgot his name, the, the the big guy from Denver. He's playing extremely well, and I Jokic. think you know and, and yeah, Jokic. Jokic. I, I think t- today the last three years, uh, the European player have a better feeling about playing the uh, NBA game. So it's kind of like good to see that. How about the NBA in Europe, Mike? Do you foresee the future where we will have NBA teams in, say, Paris, in London, Berlin, Spain? I mean, a lot of different places there. At some point, that would be a, a that, that would be a, a dream come true for me. Or maybe I can be an honor part of uh, somebody's team. You never know in Europe. And I think you know it's 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 going to be interesting to see the NBA how they develop those countries in Europe. And I think that in the next three, in the next 10 years, we will have a, a European NBA team season playing in Europe here. You know, it's interesting. You talked about being around the game a little bit right now with some different endeavors, but have you thought about maybe coaching at this level? Does that intrigue you at all? Or is that something you probably won't do in the future? That's something that I won't do. But if you never know, if the magic wants me to have the young, <laughs> the young guys, why not? You know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm available for the magic anytime they call me. But for now, I'm kind of like you know, stick to my plan. You know, raise my kids and develop a couple of business that I have. And after that, uh, the sky is the limit. They call me tomorrow, I come tomorrow. <laughs> I want to think back a little bit about, about your career in the NBA. You spent the three years here in Orlando. And, you know, as I was preparing today, Mike, I was just thinking about watching you play here in Orlando. And, and the one thing that stood out to me about Mike Pietras was the joy you showed playing basketball. I mean, it, it looked like you were having fun playing the game and to me it seems like that's kind of a disappearing art in this game it just seems like there's a lot of young players that that don't look like they're having fun you enjoyed it i did enjoy it you know um my 10 years my 10th year in the nba i told myself that you you have to play the game like it's, it's going to be the last one you got to put a smile on your face because the kids coming to after school they want to watch you play they want you watch you smile they want you they want you see you fight. So um, I was like, uh, why not play in the game the wide way with a spine on your face, if, even though we have a lot of pressure to, to win. But definitely, um, I, I had so much fun playing for the Magic, playing for the Celtics, whoever, and I enjoyed myself in the NBA. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, when you, especially when you were here, but even the other teams you played for around the league, I mean, you really enjoyed the game and being part of the game, didn't you? Yes, I did. Every time, every time I saw threes, I was looking at the fans. And I hopefully, you know, I was smiles, just connected. And, you know, uh, I, I was trying to give my best. I wasn't the best player, but every time I was I was on somebody else's team, I was trying to give my best, try to put a smile on my face. And the day that the basketball was going to be over for me, I would to be happy.
And a big thanks to MP and a phenomenal job by Dennis uh, with that interview. And if you want to check out the whole thing, of course, uh, you can check it out. Search the Magic Memories podcast, and it's available wherever you get your podcast content. Thanks so much for tuning in. Another great week in the books of Magic Drive Time. We'll be back on Monday, hopefully talking about a couple Magic wins in Minnesota tonight. We'll see the Rockets on Sunday, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Our Magic never compromise on the court, and Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be at Amway Center and witness magic above all when the Orlando Magic face the New Orleans Pelicans on Sunday, March 29th. See the team as they battle Zion Williamson, Lonzo Ball, and the rest of the Pelicans during the only time they come to town. Down to Aaron Gordon, he'll lift, he'll fire 4-3, that's up and in, he got another one! Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Pelicans Sunday, March 29th at 6 p.m. You won't want to miss this big game.